everybody. Welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It is your host, Alan Share. You know I run the Spa Industry Association. We have 80,000 members around the globe, and we're doing something a little different today because I've got a friend of mine. She won't admit to this, but I'm going to tell you she's probably one of the worldwide experts in aromatherapy and ingredients. I can see she's laughing on the other end of the video already. People, please say hi to Kimberly Gang all the way over in Florida. How are you, my friend? Doing well, Alan. Miss you. We got to go for a boat ride soon. Oh, my God. I miss you, too. I love that you guys have. Okay, so for our listeners who don't know this, every time we're in Florida, David, Kimberly's husband is David Bremer. A lot of you um, know him. He's been a spa director in South Florida, and he's now with? Bocaterra. Bocaterra yeah. towels, right? Mm -hmm. Towels, linens. Yes. They do a whole bunch Robes, of slippers. Bocaterra. Anyways, she's the way smarter, better looking half anyway. So. <laughs> this but they have a boat uh down on the intercoastal and um, every time we do the iecsc show in florida we get to go on a uh a boat ride with our friends and paul wright and his family and we just have a gas and i miss you guys a ton so i'm glad i think we're looking at palm beach though in uh october is the next uh show mm -hmm. they're moving up to palm beach for uh for uh, what town are you in in florida again Boca. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, well, we're near Boca, but it's Pompano Beach. Pompano Beach. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, as you know, I, Kathy and I had a home for 13 years in, in the West Palm area, and I love everything about South Florida. And Kimberly, you guys have basically been open the last year anyways, right? Yeah, we have pretty much. I mean, it's a thousand people a day, they say, are moving down to Florida, and it feels like it's so crazy. Wait, a thousand a day. Mm -hmm. It feels like it. It's we're so crowded. And usually after Easter, we start to feel a little bit of a lull and the traffic kind of is a little bit more normalized, but it hasn't really let up. You see license plates from everywhere. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and a lot of people are gonna end up staying there permanently anyways. Um, yeah, our yeah, real estate like, market. Very much like Texas and Arizona, I think. I think they said a hundred thousand people here moved here last year. Wow! Um, into our uh, world, so that wouldn't equate to a thousand a day, but it's a pretty good number. And you know, there's no. Uh, my realtor buddy says normally there should be like thirty to thirty-five thousand listings in Maricopa County where we live, which is most of the Phoenix, Greater Phoenix area. Okay. There's like six thousand listings. So wow. like even in our neighborhood, homes go up and a lot of times the, the sign goes up and then the under contract sign goes up right on top of it <laughs> because they sell, they sell within an hour or a, a day or two days and they're sold. Yeah. Us here too as well. Yeah. So it's we have crazy. some, we have some friends moving down here and we said, you got to bring a checkbook. It's yeah. like the only way to buy a house is right. Is to bring a checkbook. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, Kimberly, I want to talk about your favorite subject and certainly uh, one of mine's, but give, give our listeners the past history. How did you end up in this business and then which companies did you work for along the way? Sure. Um, I kind of always knew I wanted to be a massage therapist. It was kind of a crazy dream I had back when I was younger, actually in high school. And uh, since I graduated, I went ahead and got my massage license in St. Pete, Florida. And then after that, my aesthetic license. But I started working actually for Walt Disney World. So I, I always loved 
you know, Disney and I, you know, started off in the resorts there um, at the Disney Institute spa, which is a full service spa uh, still exists and uh, was the trainer there and just kind of moved up as high as I possibly could. And I wanted to do more. So I joined the vendor side. I joined actually with Fidemir, which is a fantastic skincare, skincare organization, still consider them family um, as a senior educator. And then I went to Sotis, had the opportunity to be a director of education there, and then to Aromatherapy Associates to do more in aromatherapy that I love uh, for about seven and a half years. And now I'm a student. So. You know, everything that you just said talks to always one of my favorite subjects. Listeners of our Flock and Gather podcast have heard me say this time and time again. When I got into the industry now, 33 years ago, the mantra was educate, educate, educate. Nothing has changed today. You, mm-hmm. If you're a well-educated person, things are good. But if you're not doing right, Kimberly, if you're not doing yeah. continuing ed, you kind of, it's hard to work at A-plus companies, right? It's true. That's one thing actually I loved about being licensed in Florida is that, um, at least for massage therapy, you have to have of the 24 CEUs or continuing education units, you have to have half of that for hands-on. Now this year is actually changed due to COVID and you can do virtual, but you have to constantly educate yourself anyway, if you continue to update your, your licensure, which is great. So that at least forces you to, uh, you know, stay aware and um, educate an industry, but I think we're all students. I mean, I love learning. I'm a curious person by nature. And I feel like if I'm not learning, I feel stagnant. That is a great, that's a t-shirt expression. We are all <laughs> students because that covers kind of a myriad of things across the globe, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. So the companies you were, Disney, obviously an A plus company. Fidemir, mm-hmm. I love Linnell Casper, Lynette Casper, one of the class acts right in our yes uh-huh. business and her her firm in fact when we started new life and lotus touch and i wanted to um uh buy salt and private label it i went to her and she was one of the first vendors that uh worked with me so i have a very fond place in my heart for lynette although something has happened over the last 30 years i have way less hair and look older and she <laughs> has not changed one <laughs> bit in 30 it's that scandinavian True. skin right she looks yep. exactly the same 30 years later she does <laughs> she really does <laughs> i mean i don't know how old she is but she still looks 24 that's all i can say about Lynette. yeah she does <laughs> okay that's a call out we love you lynette okay um also so great company i mean aromatherapy associates though boy that had to be an amazing place to work at because you are a fan of everything aromatherapy ingredients that had to be right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was wonderful. And Deborah Baker was a fantastic manager too, as well. Great boss. Oh, she's still there, Deborah. Didn't in the there was no. No, she she left. Oh, yeah, she did. She left. Too. Yeah, she did. She left as well. Yeah. Got it. Well, look at a lot of people have come and gone the last year, and it's almost mm-hmm. we keep a gal full time working through Salesforce, trying to keep our database clean. It's almost a near impossibility right now as we speak in the soon to be post COVID era, where right. where is everybody? You know, who moved true. at now? So um, I keep a good uh, jobs list. All right, you said you're a student again. So 
that's almost like going back to the beginning. So tell me about your being a student again. What is that all about? Uh, well, I am certified now in aromatherapy. So I'm a certified aromatherapist. I, um, I'm putting, um, I'm kind of going to wait on my graduate program to be a registered aromatherapist only because I've now moved over into an interest of wanting to formulate my own organic skincare line. So I guess I'm sending that out to the universe now. I love it. You have signed up. The universe. It's just a seed right now. It's just a seed that's going to plant and grow. <laughs> Three, Good. five years. We all hope to help you on your journey because that's, look at, you gotta, if you're not, I can't remember the old pithy expression about Dorothy and the yellow brick road, right? But if you're not on the yellow brick road, you don't know where you're going. True. Right? You, you got to have a path. You got you to make a move, as Joe Souchere says on the radio in Minneapolis. Um, tell me your favorite sense from aromatherapy. What do you absolutely just love? Well, I'm a, I'm a Florida girl, so I've always loved citrus. Um, pink grapefruit is one of my favorite. I do love uh, bergamot or bergamot, which is an Italian citrus fruit as well. And I do love lime too. It's nice and kind of tutti fruity smelling. It's really great. Yuzu is also really nice too from Asia. Well, um, and then I do have some florals. So ylang ylang is beautiful, really happy, uplifting, you know, relaxing uh, floral notes. And um, I do like some, it's called Ravensara. It's kind of like a eucalyptus smell as well. It's really nice and hyssop, which is like a lighter eucalyptus type of. Especially you know. if you're in the shower. Right, exactly. Nothing better than eucalyptus spray in the shower, right? It's true. Okay. So you, because you are a light, happy person, I know why you like the citrus fragrances, which are all light and fresh and zesty and happy, and that fits your personality. Thank you. Appreciate okay. that. All right, you're going to ask me the same question, so I'll just answer in advance. Okay. Um, I have my taste. I'm a of a. a um, uh, Pitakafa. So I kind of have a whole range of things that I like. And I'm a Gemini, right? I'm born this month oh. in May. So there's always two sides to Alan, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love jasmine. I, the smell, my neighbors have some uh, jasmine racks of flowers outside their front door. I like to go sit in their little cubby area and just smell the jasmine. Don't tell them I said that. Okay. <laughs> um, I love lemongrass. And of course I have lemon mm -hmm. in my water every day. And I, I love sandalwood. I love some of the neroli. I love some of the kind of heavier, rich, uh, pungent smelling uh, fragrances. I, frankincense would be another one. I, I just love all of, I love the varied mix. I know there's what, seven or 800 fragrances of which most people know about five or six, right? That they love. Neither you or I talked about lavender. Right. I know. I'm not, I'm not a very big lavender fan, honestly. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a favorite amongst most, but it's not one of mine. After and I, been, I, I was going to say, I, I thought you were going to actually say patchouli because you're just a social <laughs> energetic guy. And I thought maybe patchouli would be one of yours. <laughs> Except I'm not a baby of the sixties. That's probably the only reason I, I don't care for <laughs> Patchouli's fine, but it's, it's never high on my list of, um, of fragrances. How would you tell people who want to get into aromatherapy? How do they start? Where do they buy some fragrances? Should they get candles? What's the best way to go about that? Yeah, well, um, 
Well, one, and I hope you don't mind, but I don't like to call it fragrance because um, in the perfume industry is more fragrance, which is kind of associated with more of a synthetic, you know, derived uh, ingredients. So um, more of an aroma, aroma or a pure essential oil. I like to go to websites that just because I'm a aromatherapist, I like to make sure I see the documentation or the different ingredients that are in the essential oils, but you want to definitely go to a really good source essential oil company online that has pure organic ingredients. Um, nothing worse than having, you know, conventionally grown plants and fruits, and then it's, so highly concentrated and then you're putting that onto your your skin diluted of course and i think you're correct people should know and no deference to walgreens but you shouldn't expect to go in there and buy an aromatherapy off the wall and think that you're getting a good run at it so kimberly's absolutely correct there are a ton of companies um online that are valid sellers that have been around for a while that under you've got to have an understanding of aromatherapy and essential oils so i'm going to give it just a quick call out overseas to my friend david tomlinson who runs absolute aromas and i remember when we were private labeling for lotus touch and we did our whole range and then we start selling it was working well and then he said you guys should be doing a uh, um organic set of the lines and we started doing organic oils and People who tried, let's just use lavender, lavender, <laughs> then tried our organic lavender said, oh my God, that is a whole different world of organic. And I remember talking to David about it and he was saying, mm-hmm. you know, we buy the Highland lavender that comes from France and it's grown mm-hmm. at 1500 meters, but we'll only pick between 7.30 and 9.30 in the morning when it has due on. The- and he went down this road, yeah. oh, what this organic, the soil association and People don't understand. It's not woo-woo. There is a real valid science about the growing, the growers, the pickers, the bottlers, the the whole world of aromatherapy. It's just not a joke. Right. No, it's true. And they're so highly concentrated that you never want to put them on the skin, what we call neat, which is kind of like, you know, you walk up to your bar and you get a bourbon and you don't want water or ice in it. You want it neat. So, you know, that straight concentrated essential oil, you never want to put that neat directly onto your skin. I mean, over time it could cause, if it doesn't right away over time, it could cause, you know, skin irritation or dermatitis, you know, it could really over time systemically harm you. So you want to always dilute it. And believe it or not, a one to 2% is the most common percentage of diluted essential oils that are safe for the face and for the body. Like skincare, the expression more is not better. Exactly. It's with aromatherapy, correct? Oh, totally the same. Yeah. So, you know, I have a bottle of peppermint essential oil and pretty, you know, everyone pretty much knows peppermint, you know, peppermint leaves, if you, you know, drinking the tea or you go to the grocery store and you see like the peppermint extract that you use in your food. Well, peppermint essential oil, one drop of peppermint essential oil equals 28 cups of peppermint tea. So highly concentrated or to put it in another way, 10 pounds of fresh peppermint leaves are distilled down to only half an ounce, which is like one tablespoon of essential oil. That's so great. super concentrated. People need to remember, Kimberly, that, and again, I said this, more, more is not better, that 
you know, when you look at a, let's just say a, a, a three mil a jar of sandalwood, one drop, just like you're saying with peppermint, okay, it might cost a lot more, but it lasts a lot longer because you're not, mm -hmm. you don't need 10 or 12 drops to come out of the bottle. In fact, that's probably more harmful than it is anything else with, with a lot of oils. All right, let's, in the yeah. few minutes we have left, I want to talk ingredients right away. Is there, I always see that there's these lists of don't use these ingredients, you know, blah, blah, blah. Is there one or two or three off the top of your head where you would say to people, there's enough data here that says kind of don't use this stuff? Yeah, um, wintergreen and birch are some common essential oils that you don't want to use with pets, pregnancy, with children. You know, it's just very contraindicated. Um, yeah. Pets especially, I mean, dogs have a wider range of essential oils that they could tolerate cats less so because their liver can't break down the enzymes. And if, you know, the most common way is diffusing essential oils. And if you do diffuse essential oils, always just make sure that your pet is not trapped in the room. They could walk in and out if you need to. There's cross ventilation. Good You're not diffusing, yeah, right near their bed or their litter box or their food bowl. Cause you know, it's very you know dangerous that way. And then there's a couple other um, there's a, a group of essential oils that are what we call phototoxic, and those are basically citrus oils, cold-pressed citrus oils that if you put them in, into, you know, onto your skin, even properly diluted, they have the ability to absorb the UV light, and it could cause, if you're out there in the sun too long, you know, blistering and burning and discoloration. So, you know, just walking from your house to your car is not a big deal, but if you work outside or exercise or garden or something for a long period of time, those citrus oils could create a burn and blistering in the skin. So, so the, the medical expression that goes back to the beginning of time, do no harm also means do no harm to yourself. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We've been, we've been speaking today with uh, Kimberly Gang. She comes to us from Pompano Beach, Florida. She is an amazing person. She knows everything about aromatherapy and pure essential oils. I know I can say that. You just can't say it about yourself. <laughs> we hope to see an organic skincare line from you soon, Kimberly. So I hope that's in the... No pressure. <laughs> No pressure. I hope you'll probably see me in South Florida before that happens. Okay. I hope so. Yeah, definitely. Look us up. Give us a call. You know it. Love, love it. To take you Thank out. Make some mojitos. Got some mint growing in the backyard. I love the way you're talking, lady. I'm already getting on an airplane. Give my best to David and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Okay. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you. Appreciate and friend, you having me. It's my pleasure. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.